you know what I hate the most is like when I say like I compliment you, I'm like, oh my God, Emily, I like your sweater. And then you look at me and you're like, oh my God, I like your shorts. F- don't fucking say anything. Yeah, like Take uh, the you compliment just, like, and move on. You like had to say something. No, I hate, <laughs> I hate when people say, like, those compliments mean nothing to me. Like if, if you compliment me, I will not compliment you back. Yeah. Even if I want to. I'm very good at just taking the compliment. Yeah, me I'm too. like I'm like, oh, thank you. Smile and wave. Or I'll be like, oh, thanks, <laughs> I got it at Target. Or like, oh, thanks, oh, I got yeah. it at... Truth Serum always comes out when I take a compliment. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, sale. I got this on sale. Yeah, you're like, $10. <laughs> you can go get them right now. <laughs> Swear to God, $10. <laughs> no, seriously, TJ Maxx. Daddy's credit card? Yeah. 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 You're going to need that. <laughs> literally oh my gosh okay well i think like the whole intro to our whole episode right there so welcome back to side 97 <laughs> i'm kellen and i'm emily and uh we're back for another episode another episode this week uh we have some recapping to do last week we didn't because we were we recorded back to back but this week i think we're gonna get right into the weekly catch-up yeah yeah <laughs> As a Kool-Aid man says, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, let's take it back for a weekly catch-up. Well, this past weekend was Halloween. Spooky. <laughs> it was honestly a fun episode last week. We had a lot of good feedback. Everybody seemed to love, almost everybody. Like, people were like, this was fun. Oh, my God. Even, even my mom, like, she called me and she was like, just finished episode five. And in my head, I was like, episode five of what? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And then she's like, the pod. And I'm like, oh, you listened to the pod at yeah. five. What'd you think? She goes, first of all, hilarious. Loved, Loved it. it. Yeah. And then she was like, she was like, that last guy, you need to have him on more. He's he's real hoot. And yeah. I was like, all right, <laughs> we'll take that into consideration. I had so many people tell me actually, like, a handful of people tell me that he was great. So we'll have to have him back on. Yeah. He literally lives five minutes from my house. So he <laughs> can come back on. We've been using his camera this whole time. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. <laughs> Thanks for your camera. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. It was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, then we went into Halloween weekend. Yeah. And I'm be honest. I was a little lame on Halloween, but that's okay. That's fine. I feel like if it's okay, if you stayed at home and you didn't do anything. Dude. Let's normalize that. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, we're coming off a whole year of kind of like reliving the parties that we missed yeah. last year. So I feel like if anything, I'm like partied out. Literally. Like we. You and I. We went hard for like the past like four months. More than. Literally. Yeah. We, like the past. Okay, since August, we haven't really been going hard. But before that, it was every weekend. <laughs> every weekend. I'd get a text from Emily like I was Friday. Like, you want to go out? <laughs> Friday at three o'clock. What are you doing tonight? Yeah it didn't fail and then it was like okay we'll go out and then saturday we'd go out again mm-hmm. like it didn't stop for months so i think they were both at a point where it's just like okay, we've like, caught up with the partying that we missed out during covid and now it's like okay yeah, i have other things to do also but, i really don't want to be hungover. see that was my biggest thing mm-hmm. like i don't know and also like our friend group was going out on broadway which like in nashville is like the if you know you know yeah in nashville it's like if you visit that's where you're gonna go out like right there's nothing wrong with it it is a lot of fun but like it's just a lot of people and i wasn't in the mood for like you have to yeah i mean especially just everywhere in nashville in general like if you're not feeling going out that night you're not gonna have a good time because it's a lot 
I have costume anxiety. I don't know if we can talk about this and I feel like other people have it. I just feel like no matter what costume I think of, it's not good enough. I'm like, well, that's weird. That's weird. It's like too weird. It's like, that's not hot or like whatever. Halloween, I feel like has, has officially reached a point where it's like, you're no longer a pick me girl when you dress sexy. You're a pick me girl when you dress like funny. Unsexy. And I feel like those girls are like, oh my God, look how funny I am. I'm Guy Fieri. And it's like, (laughs) first of all, like that's great. And if you, if you dress like that because like you genuinely wanted to great, but like, I feel like a lot of people this year did it for like attention. They wanted to just take you to Flavortown. And I was like, what's wrong with that? I mean, I saw, I saw, at least 30 guy fairies really i saw so many just like blow up objects like you know like the t-rex costume or like the unicorn because it's like i'm the center of attention because i look like a big goofy blow up rhinos or whatever the fuck (laughs) a rhinosaurus rex (laughs) but you know what i mean and so i feel like now it's like the sexy costume is the is the less pick me vibes like dress fucking sexy. Yeah. See, that's the thing. And I get like very like. Or don't dress goofy, but don't dress goofy because you want attention from people. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. Because all night, like the amount of fucking Bob Rosses, I were like, I'm a girl in a Bob Ross wig. I'm like, see, cool. I just get like, I get very <laughs> anxious about what I'm like wearing because I'm like, OK, either everybody's going to do this. And I'm right. going to be like one of 75 in the bar. Or you or do what like, I did and nobody fucking knows what you were. Right. And it sucks too. Right. So like, you, there's like no winning and that gives me anxiety. Dude, it and sucks. People my, are like, what are you? I'm like, no, never mind. My absolute <laughs> favorite costume I've ever done um, was two years ago. Yeah, it was like the year before the pandemic. And I was uh, Quinn from Zoe 101. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, it might have been Pick Me Girl vibes, but I pulled it off so well. I am patting myself <laughs> on the back for that one. I looked exactly like her. So the and like to the point where everyone in the bar was like, "Oh my god, you're from Zoe 101, dude." That's but the, that's a good. Yeah, when people know what you are, it's such a form of validation because you're like, "Yes, I fucking yes. pulled it off." For me, not one single person knew what the fuck I was, and so that was a little bit of like. Uh, this sucks because you put like so much effort in, but like okay you did it. so good with your makeup you looked like, like truthfully like you looked very good for like what you're going for but i don't know what the fuck you were yeah either. i was kakashi sensei from naruto if you know what that is uh where are my weebs at uh the weebs were not out on broadway I- <laughs> no nobody watches anime was not on broadway like i supported you i thought that you looked good i really yeah. thought you looked good yeah. But anyway, I mean, I should have expected it. it's not like I was fucking cosplaying at like fucking anime <laughs> con, like where people would be like, oh, yeah, Kakashi Sensei, you look sick. Like I was I don't know what I was expecting, but that was not it. Uh, anyways, but Halloween was fun. Um, yeah, Kellen didn't go out. I did. Uh, it was it was it. I mean, I went to the pregame and the pregame was the pregame awesome. was a lot of fun. Like I had a lot of fun with everybody. Uh, the pregame was great. Honestly, like and we haven't seen those girls in like so long. So mm-hmm. it was kind of nice, like just kind of hang. catch up and hang. Um, also, the host yeah. made like the most killer charcuterie. Dude. Board, and I'm so sad I'm on a diet because everything on it looks so, so fucking I didn't good. eat any of it either. I think I had, I had like some pepperonis or oh, like salami. See, or I something. had like a few crackers and then she made these like Oreo balls. Yeah, dude. She went off. It was, and she decorated her whole like mirror. Oh my God. It was so cute. It was cute. The pregame was definitely where it was at. Uh, yeah. 
the people on Broadway just sucked. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the reason I like didn't want to go out either. So it's like I don't I didn't want to go to Broadway. Yeah. But also I was like, okay, what if I like just stop at Kroger on my way home, get myself Ooh. a pint of dairy free ice cream, get pajamas on, and sit at home. And I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds amazing. Bro, I want to do that right now. Like right the fuck now. And literally I was on my couch and I watched The Way Down, uh a cult in Brentwood. It's like a little Thing about them mm-hmm. and uh i was on episode three and i got a text from emily saying i'm on my way home and, then <laughs> <they're there." laughs> and i was like that's exactly how i expected this night to go <laughs> i'm just not a broadway girl <laughs> me I try. like into my whole pint of ice cream like love yeah. of my life <laughs> i try so hard to like the country music you guys i just can't get behind it i don't care about it yeah and nothing sucks more than when you go to a bar you don't know any of the music they're playing because no. i'm like what the the only songs i know are like the the old classics like shit thanks my tractor sexy but a- anything else that they play like new country music i have no idea what's going on it's interesting yeah because i feel like i know it and like i'm not really into that either but i mean it's just because like we're around it I guess. yeah but yeah it's just not it but anyway um that was kind of our week we both have been you've been working a lot yeah you've been stressed I s- trying to find an apartment Oh my god, if you know any spots in Nashville that are under $1,500 a month in rent and are not sketch, let a bitch know (laughs) because I need a fucking place to live so bad and I've been struggling all week. But yeah, I started full time this week at my job, so it's been a lot of work with that. And then still school. Yeah, it's been a lot. But I mean... Worst comes to worst, there's this pink couch for you. We can put your stuff in storage. <laughs> you can live here for a little bit. We'll figure it out. <gasps> Bro, if I have to live in the studio, that's so <laughs> down bad. It does. It goes into a futon. We so. like come record the episode. And I have to like. <laughs> I like come into your bedroom and yeah. like, hey, Emily. Hey, um, it's time for an episode. I'm like, oh, fuck. What day is it? Like my shit's just has everywhere. to pull the couch up. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's no. I mean, I won't be that down bad. I know. Worst comes to worst, though. At least you have an option. Yeah, true, true, true. I definitely have people here who I could stay with. But um, let's find me a place to live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> recommendations um okay well i guess i'll do my recommendation first um so it kind of correlates with this week's theme uh with our guest kirsten richards which we will get into later okay so my recommendation for this week is a podcast episode and before you judge me for who i'm about to say that this podcast comes from um keep an open mind Okay, that's all I'm going to say. She's looking right at me. (laughs) (laughs) She like stared me deep in my soul like, do not fucking judge me. (laughs) Because I know you're about to judge me. (laughs) Okay, so my recommendation is from Impulsive, which is the Logan Paul podcast. Um, The one I specifically recommend is Charlie Rocket, 300-pound music millionaire to Iron Man athlete. And this is Impulsive episode number 68. I'm looking at it right now. And it was two years ago. I 100% recommend, after you listen to this podcast, going and listening to 
this one. It's so eye opening and it definitely like correlates with what yeah, we, we talk, talk about, about with Kirsten bit, uh, um, in the in the episode. Yeah, itself. I like definitely bring it up in the episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's such an interesting podcast. And it basically he talks about quantum physics and how everything in life like that you want is already yours like time just hasn't caught up yet like it's not mm-hmm. a thought on your mind if it's something that you can't achieve right like right. so that sounds like foreign i guess right now but then through our conversation with kirsten who is a medium um it kind of like it, helps yeah it helps solve uh, i guess not solve it but like lays it all out for you yeah and she gets really into it and it's really interesting and this this is just like another example of kind of what our podcast is off of this yeah week. For sure. But it's, I don't know. I think it's really good. I don't know. You haven't watched it yet. And when I brought it up, you laughed at me. That's why I was like, don't be fucking doing this. <laughs> I didn't laugh because of the concept. I laughed because of the Paul brothers. Okay, listen, I get it. I get it. But it's a great episode. Yeah. And basically, this guy just talks about how you, like, you can manifest anything. So, yeah. And he went from basically having a heart attack at 300 pounds in the music industry to literally quitting his entire life that day and became like a Nike athlete, which is absolutely insane. Right. So go check it out. Impulsive Charlie Rocket episode. Episode 68? Episode 68. Go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my recommendation is, has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with this week's episode. okay. But it is also media. It's a TV show on Netflix. Uh, This is probably my favorite show. Um, and the reason I'm recommending it is because the new season just came out and I haven't watched it yet. So nobody better fucking spoil it for me. But it's called In the Dark. And it is so good. Uh, basically, like the gist of the show is it's like this girl who's blind and she her parents own like a dog breeding slash training place for like seeing eye dogs, essentially. She ends up getting into all of this shit with like murder and crime and drugs and all of this stuff. It's so funny. It's so intense. Everybody on the show is hot as shit. Like it is such a good show. And like it's one of those shows where it's like I love it, but my mom also is obsessed with it. So there's oh, no like fun. age like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, those are I feel fun. Like some shows are like parents are like okay this is fucking stupid but this is like really fucking good so it's called in the dark it's on netflix i think it's a netflix original actually so good 10 out of 10 Ooh, i think i want to go watch it now no you're gonna like and it's one of those shows too where like you watch one episode and you're like fuck i have to binge this now. yeah i guess we should just kind of jump right into the week's episode yeah let's let's like tell everybody what we're gonna be talking about this week right so my friend kirsten richards um back home in pennsylvania i met her about i don't know four years ago Mm -hmm. we both worked at a restaurant together and we were waitresses and we weren't as close then which was interesting like we always like talked and everything but like as like more like work friends yeah but like as like the years went on like we've just become really close to the point where like we talk to each other like all the time and when i first met her you know she was like really into like tarot and like she was like that bitch that's yeah like, you're kind of like okay like yeah like i feel like a lot of people put up that front but then you think it's just like they're like persona. yeah 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 and like my sister's like all into that kind of stuff too mm-hmm. but at the time i guess it's also like tiktok wasn't a thing so like it wasn't as it wasn't like, like a popular thing that's like talked about no it wasn't as crazy then so but she was like really into it mm-hmm. and everything and just kind of always had I guess like an intuition or like a power of some sort. Um, 
but never really knew like what it was and was still working through like a lot of traumas and all this kind of stuff to now present day is a full-blown medium like Mm -hmm. full-blown uh she just will call you out of the blue and tell you what's going on in your life like (laughs) she can feel your energy like no tomorrow like she knows like i mean at the end we close out we were done like doing the Mm -hmm. whole episode and she like looked at you and was like hey no we literally like so we're recording the intro of this after we've already recorded the episode Uh, because we really wanted to like make sure that we weren't like setting up something that wasn't going to happen because she is so intuitive and kind of like reactive in the moment. Right. Um, but it's so crazy. We literally finished recording and we turned everything off and then we sat there for like another hour and just talked and she was able to mind you we're through the phone. Like, yeah, we're literally FaceTiming and she was picking up on just like my vibe and like could tell like she was kind of off. And this is the first time I've like we've really talked before that we've like met over the phone like a couple times but never like talking like you both know so much about each other just like because of me right but like it was it was crazy and like that was just like a taste of like what she's able to like do and feel and like give people right and so that was like really cool to like wrap the episode and be like whoa oh shit like Like this this was was, real and i think what's also cool as you guys are listening uh she kind of goes into like her journey a little Mm -hmm. bit and like how she kind of discovered this of her own and like practices and kind of got really deep into being a medium so i think it's gonna be a really interesting episode Mm -hmm. um at the end she does shout out her socials and is willing to give people who come from the podcast readings um so if you are interested either you can kind of dm us through the pod and we can get you in touch with kirsten or if you want to go find her yourself um but she's awesome she's amazing she's been a good friend to me for the past couple of years and i'm excited for our audience to get to know her so thank you kirsten for being absolutely amazing and let's get into the episode Welcome, Kirsten, to the podcast. How are you? Great. I'm so good. I had a veg out day because I've been on the go for the past, like, four days. Just came back from a J. Cole concert. Daddy. <laughs> Where did you see J. Cole at? Um, Wells Fargo Center in Philly. Oh, nice. But, okay, I think this would be really interesting, and I'm excited to dive deep into this with you, Kirsten. Yeah. Um, do you kind of just want to start on, like how you knew that you had like an intuition and these sort of it's kind of it found me like a lot of the times I always like heard stories of people where like they are very intrigued by it and like that's how they get into it because 100% you can but it literally found me like we my family moved into a house like this house I think it was my freshman year of high school and I guess there was, like, a note on the table from the previous owners, like, telling my parents about, like, their experiences with that house because it was haunted. And, of course, they didn't tell us. Like, I'm the oldest of four girls. The youngest. We're 12 years apart. So, like, we were young. Of course, you're not going to tell your kids that. You know what I mean? (laughs) um, We had no idea. And for the first, like, two months that we lived in that house, I had, like, the third 
floor to myself. It was, like, two bedrooms. And I would be, like, sleeping in bed. And I call it a dream, but, like, now I understand it as, like, astral projection. Um, I'd be, like, sleeping in bed. And I was, like, having this out-of-body experience. And I could, like, I was standing in the corner. And, like, I could see my body sleeping in bed. And I could see this old man, like, standing in the doorway of my room, just staring at my body in bed. And I never, like, got any weird feelings about it or had really any, like, insight to it at all. I just thought it was a dream, and I didn't really think much of it. And that happened for a while, and then my sister, um, the one of the middle ones, she used to saw, see an old lady, like, standing on the landing of the stairs. So, like, after that, I was like, okay, maybe this is actually, like something um so that was kind of like my first interaction with like spirit I guess right and I just always from the time I can remember like new things like I just knew I could pick up on energy like really easily uh, if I got a bad feeling I knew something was gonna happen like just very mini cool things that now I understand but back then it was just like I, it was just life to me, you know what I mean? Right. So when, like, it it started, like, really small. Yeah. Well, okay, so when you said that you were, like, astro-projecting, is that what you called it? Astral-projecting, Astral. Projecting, Astral. Yeah. So I saw this TV show on Netflix. Yeah. And that was, like, my first, I think, like, exposure to that because I'd heard the term, like, be used, but I didn't know what it meant. But literally what you just described is, like, exactly, like, what they basically yeah, I, demonstrated I, in the show yeah and literally I is it like that like is that like how I astral project is like on my back like I lay down on my back I like meditate my way through it and that's literally what they do in the show so I was like this is crazy because I only like really dove into my spirituality maybe like three four years ago like after um like, I moved out and everything like that. Like, I really dove into it. And I saw a psychic when I moved to my town now. And she's the one that told me I could astral project. Like, I had no idea what that was. I didn't realize I was doing it. I had no, like, recognition of it at all. I never even heard of that. So she told me I could do that. And then, like, once I understood that I could do that, I started, like, playing with it a little bit. So you said, like, you have to, like, meditate beforehand or when you were little was it something like were you already like asleep and it would just happen Mm -hmm. so it started like in my like I call them dreams but it's not I guess it is I'm not really sure but it started just happening to me Mm -hmm. and I would be sleeping like I would that happened or I would be sleeping and the only time I could remember dreams is when they came with um some sort of like message or something so it started without my knowledge, it would just happen to me, and then I would wake up, and I remember in that, like, time period when I saw that psychic, I was experiencing high anxiety, Mm. and I've never had anxiety in my life, like, didn't understand what was going on, I wasn't sleeping at all, I would literally close my eyes to go to bed, and I felt like I blinked, and I was waking up in the morning, and I got not an ounce of sleep, Mm -hmm. so me being me, instead of going to a therapist, I go to a psychologist. Um, um, uh, so I go to the psychic. My cousin referred me to her. 
and my cousin is not very like into all this so Mm -hmm. I knew if she got my cousin to like refer somebody that she was was legit she wasn't like the con lady or whatever so I go to her and she like we sit down and she just doesn't use cards or anything she just like holds my hand and um connects with my energy and like my spirit guides and everything and she had like the first two things she wrote down was sleep and anxiety and I was like yes like that's exactly what I'm experiencing right now And she was like, it's because your spiritual self, like, your soul and your physical self are not one. Like, you're fighting your inner, like, soul. And um, she was like, so when you're up and you're in the physical world, like, you're not opening yourself up to the outside or your higher self and that part of you. So it's only coming to when you're, like, unconscious in a sense. Mm. Um, Because ego plays a really big role in your like, spiritual journey, you have, you almost have to have an ego death to really dive into it. I've gone through a lot of different, like, traumas and stuff like that, and how I, like, dealt with it and understood my emotions, like, feelings and everything was through a holistic way. Mm So, I, I started, like, playing with tarot cards and asking my higher self, you know, questions, and then kind of just, like, sitting with my energy, and things would just, like, come to me, and I started to, like, realize things on my, honestly, I learned a lot through, like, my own personal experiences, like, I didn't really have anyone around me that was going through the same type of thing, or really, like, understood what I was saying, and it was very confusing to me as well, because it was all new, right, kind of just, like, um, Twitter spiritual page, pages help a lot. <laughs> and um, just like kind of trusting myself and trusting my, in my intuition and just doing what felt right so that's interesting so like you said you mentioned like you sat with like your higher self and like I don't know recently I've been like doing a lot of like intuitive work as well but like from your experience like how did you like in a sense like meet your higher self like how did you do that because like not the average person like just can't just sit there and be like this is who like I in a sense like perceive myself as as like my best self and like it took me a really long time to do that and like courses and like I worked with people but like you just like mentioned like you just kind of did it yourself so like how did you I was about to find say, that I don't even know what the fuck that means what a higher self if we're being completely honest like I'm so oh. removed from all of this so basically if you could just like before you get into what she said, just like just like what Explain is that? A yeah. self. <laughs> so we are all in this physical form. Like we are living in this physical realm as physical beings. Mm-hmm. And there's I feel like a lot of a lot of people um get caught up in that physicality and like this this lifetime. I've never this kind of goes towards what Kellen was saying, but I've never, from the the time that I can, like, remember my first consciousness in this life, I've never been somebody who just takes this life as it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've always felt myself as, like, a higher energy or that there's more to life than what I'm seeing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so your higher self is just, like, your soul and who you are at your truest form. Like... It is your, we're all on, like, the soul's journey. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just like you there's a saying that says as above so below it's also a scary movie that's not what i'm talking yeah. about i've <laughs> seen that i've seen that one <laughs> it's like the the higher like realm your higher self and your physical self are one like mm-hmm. you are in this human form but like you are also a, in a soul form as well so it's just like opening up your consciousness your and that's why i talk about like an ego death as well because when you're living in this this human like life there's a lot of consciousness in like your day-to-day life and it's easy to live more in your ego than it is in like your higher self so like basically like really like simple your higher self is like your soul like what your soul wants like your soul purpose of life so like that's like your higher self mm-hmm. in like very simple terms but right. Pearson did a better job right. explaining it i tend to over explain no like- no you did a great job i think i had like a basic understanding of it but you describing it helped me realize what you guys were like talking about because mm-hmm. i feel right. like a lot of people do like you said, like you get caught up in like the day to day shit and you're like, okay, like this is all I care about. But then when you like step back and like look at life in like a bigger perspective, it's like there's so much more than just like what you're doing right now. So like it's, I get that. It's the truth though, because even like this week, like I've been going through like some shit mm-hmm. and like when I talked to Kirsten, she was like, okay, but like you know your higher self, like you know your higher self, like you're better than what's happening right now. Like, and for, like, for me, like, when I've, like, met my higher self, in a sense, like, I was, like, looking in a mirror, and she's, like, that girl in the mirror is, like, not the girl that's, like, right here right now. So it's, like, right. it's, like, kind of a reminder, because it's, like, okay, like, my higher self is a bad bitch and has, like, good yeah. bad bitch energy, and right now yeah. I don't feel that way, but, like. But yeah. that's okay, too. Yeah. It's important when you're talking about your higher, your higher self and, like, finding that journey and being on that journey, it's important to, like, give yourself grace as well, because there's a lot of things that pull you down from that and um there's a lot of negative attributes that you can get stuck on and that's okay like there I think a lot of the times people get so caught up in like trying to live in their truest form 24 7 or like all of the time and if they slip from that they feel like they're not progressing or it they're sucks not, that feeling um, sucks yeah <laughs> It's very important to give yourself grace and to Mm. let yourself feel emotions and sit with that, but don't let it claim you and, and move forward because that is finding your highest self, like Mm -hmm. learning how to deal with everything and become better or like want to do better. And I mean, that's how you get there. You put it, you just have to put in the work a Mm -hmm. lot of the times, you know? Yeah. I think definitely too, uh, regardless of, I mean, I'm sure there will be some skeptics after we put this episode mm-hmm. out in terms of like oh. what we're going to talk about later. I feel like regardless of, you know, your opinion on what we're what we'll get into yeah. in the latter part of this episode, like at the very minimum, like listening to what you're saying now, everybody can like you know, apply that to their life regardless of what you believe in mm-hmm. in terms of like intuition. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday and the guy like that was being interviewed is very like religious and is like really into Christianity but he mm-hmm. was like even if you're not you can take this and move it to like your own life and being like there is some there is a higher power of some sort whether like 
uh, we we know whatever you believe that is like there's some sort of higher power and like it's almost like when you put good into the universe you're going to get good back it's like like the tiktok like chanting for money like mm-hmm. if you chant for money you're going to get it like and it's like like yeah. you said like everyone can relate to it because like even yeah. though if you're a skeptical like i mean even there's it's like not an accident yeah even if we're all a part of source right exactly like chanting for money and it comes to you that's manifestation and that's the law of attraction Mm -hmm. and actually to put like some factual sense to this the cia um during covid like when we were first shut down released however many page document um basically stating that the laws of the universe are true they're real So, and that's, like, the law of attraction, the law of um, neutrality, like, the law of gender, the law of all, there's a bunch. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't know that came out. So, take that, you skeptics. The CIA (laughs) said it's true. (laughs) Okay, but, like, getting back to, like, where we were, like, like, for you and your journey, like, finding your higher self, like, how did you, in a sense, like, find your higher self? In college, I started meditating and I didn't really understand meditating at first. Um, but I did this one guided meditation to reach my spirit guide and I actually met her. Her name is Laura and (laughs) she's always with me. Um, after I did that, I really opened myself up to like my intuition because that was me like accepting the like my spirituality and everything like that was me opening the door to it I feel like because in order to meet your spirit guides you have to state that you accept them in like they they're always there they're with you and there's different like kinds but um they don't really like reach you or try to communicate with you until you say like I, I am open to, you know, receiving you and everything like that. So I did that. Um, and then it honestly just started with, like, my friends, like, my close friends. And things would just come to me for them, and I would tell them, and then it would be true. Or, um, like, one of the first times that it happened was with me and Kellen's friend, Oh, we'll call her Karen. <laughs> that might not I be a good name, I, but... I feel like if I tell her story, she'll be, like, a little bit disheartened. But, <laughs> but um, Karen, she's a very high-anxiety-ridden woman. Um, <laughs> but we all worked um, at this great facility. A restaurant. <laughs> we were all waitresses. <laughs> Brought us all together, but that's about all it brought us. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Maybe a few extra pounds, but... <laughs> so, one of the first... She was... Um, had just gradu- graduated college. She was in her internship. Um, she really wanted the place. She wanted to work for the place she was interning at. And she was just like, that's all she talked about. So, I was helping her with, like, manifesting and stuff like that. Trying to get the job. Just explaining to her, like the spirituality within herself because she is in a lot of ways um skeptical and very (laughs) yeah and not very open like she is very much bedded in the physical like attributes of life um and then one day 
I was just cleaning up a table and this message came for her to me like out of nowhere and I pulled her out to like where we were cleaning because we were the only two people out there and I told her like okay you're getting this job I know you are like you're getting it there's going to be this person um and I told her like it's going to be uh his name is like a few letters long like it's something like Zach or Mike or like something simple and he works in your building but not in the same department as you and he's going to like show you around the city he's going to be like your big motivator um like lean on him a lot because he's going to be somebody who helps you through this journey and i was like but he's not going to come to you until you're comfortable in new york like you're not going to really know who this is until you're settled and Three months after she got the job, she called me, and all of those things are true. Oh, and one of the things, I was like, there's something about his shoes. Like, all I keep seeing is his shoes. Like, he either doesn't wear the same shoes more than once, or he buffs them every day, or, like, there's just something with his shoes, and all of that was true. Um, and things like this so would happen crazy. all of the time, and so <laughs> more and more, I, just, I started to trust myself, and then I would... From it just coming to me, I started doing readings when people would ask me to. So can you do them on the spot or do they mostly just like come to you? They, I can I can do them on the spot. Um, some people are harder to read than others. I have to like meditate beforehand. But a lot of the times it just comes to me. Like this past weekend or the weekend before, I was out at the bar. And I gave four readings in that bar. That's because funny. it just... It just comes to me, and when it, I say it, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like I'm blessed enough to have this for a reason, and if something comes to me, I'm as crazy as I may sound. <laughs> I have to give it, you know? So, I, I, there's a lot of different forms of being an empath, and I'm not um, very adverse on, like, there's so many different levels of, like, your psychic abilities, like, right. clear like that and I don't exactly know what I am <laughs> but I do know that I pick on, up on energy immediately like as soon as I see you I know you to your core like I know if you're a good person or not I know if you have it like if you're anxiety ridden or if you're solid in yourself like I just it, I just know and I know that sounds like crazy is that but hard for you like making like friends and stuff like because I feel like a lot of times we like enter into friendships and we're like oh this guy's great like mm -hmm. or this girl's awesome and then like other people will get a bad vibe and be like nah they're a snake and you're like no no they're <laughs> great like for you are you is it harder for you because like you can see people like to their I, core or or does it make it easier I feel like it's easier mm. because I can go into that knowing more than the average person so it's like I can navigate my way through and know where to trust you where not to trust you mm -hmm. and kind of go in it with a little bit of guard mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense so when you say that like something comes to you whether it's for a random person like 
literally she's called me sometimes and been like are you driving like this is happening right now um and like i'm nowhere near her we're in completely different states so like yeah really far away. really far away and like <laughs> randomly she'd be like i just think i talked to your grandmother and i was like what like it just like those things happen but like when things come to you what is like that experience like what happens like what comes to you i guess is like so i with the empath thing i can feel exactly what you're feeling it's as if it's happening to me so it's easy for me to understand your mind and your energy and what's happening because it feels like it's happening to me Mm -hmm. and i get like words or phrases like in my head kind of like when you talk to yourself in your head which mm. I read out that not everybody has an internal monologue but <laughs> that's crazy to me because I, I talk to myself all the time same I learned that recently because I saw like a yeah. video and I was like wait not everybody does that like can like I hear th- themselves in their head <laughs> so um, I'll get stuff like that and then also I'll get like pictures or little clips of something or I'll see something like when Kellen when Kellen's grandmother came to me all like one of the most prominent things was her chair mm-hmm. and green and red like all I saw was green and red green and red green and red like that's what I kept getting and after I told Kellen that she was like her favorite holiday was Christmas like literally I was like Christmas was like the only time like our entire family would like like, we all take the time at Christmas to, like, come together. And it was, like, always a thing. And, like, I didn't see as, like, bad as it sounds. Like, I didn't see her as much as I should have. But, like, Christmas was that time, like, you knew. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, that. And, like, she, again, like, the chair. Like, she has a lazy boy chair that this bitch did not get out of. She had for <laughs> years. I think since, like, my mom lived at the house. Like. Wow. So, yeah. it was, like, crazy. Like, she was so, like, spot on. And, like, I was in Tennessee. And she's in pennsylvania like it's not right right that was crazy but yeah so yeah it just it's it's like that it's kind of like a download or something and this past weekend this this actually was a new experience for me but i was standing outside of the bar and this my i was out there with my friend and she called over this girl, you know, somebody that she knew. And then we were all standing there talking, and she called over this other girl. So she, like, says her name, and I look, and this girl starts running towards us, like, to come over and say hi. And immediately, like, as soon as she started running, I got her reading, like, immediately. I got her energy immediately. Like, I don't even think she said hello, and I pulled her aside. And I was <laughs> we need to have a talk so we're standing out there and I'm giving her her reading and I was like I was like you have what I have like oh wow yeah I was like you I said you're very the one of the first things I said was you're a very spiritual person aren't you like you're very big manifesting meditation everything like this and she was like yes like very much so and then I was like but you're not doing it right now I said something happened that devastated you that pulled you out of your spirituality in a sense like there's just something outweighing that love of it and she was like yeah and I was like I'm getting a like a mother a mother energy like there's a mother energy here that that caused this for you and she started crying and she was like earlier today I went like I had almost a panic attack because yes my mom and we just went through it and I gave her the advice that came through 
and yeah, it's it's so heartwarming to do, but it's also draining. I remember like even when we weren't as close as we are now, um, and I was like was working at this restaurant that we all worked at together. We had a group chat of um, like a bunch of us. I don't know. There's like a bunch of servers. And like every semester in college for me, like it was, I would always have a, like not a panic attack, but like I would literally like break down and freak out every semester because like I like see, um, like all the work I have to do. And like in in my mind, I'm like, I have to do this now. And like, but really you have like what, five months to get all their shit done, (laughs) but like whatever. And we're just like texting in a group chat, whatever. And Kirsten was like, somebody in here is not okay. And I'm pretty sure I think we were like going to a concert and like we were just like talking about like who's going to drive and like she literally was like someone in here is not okay. Your energy is not okay. Like you feel like really freaked out. And I was like, yeah, like whatever. I was like, I mean, I do, but like she's probably not talking about me. Mm-hmm. And then she was like literally was like, Kellen, it's you. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know it's Kellen. And then she was like, what you really need to do is like go and this was also what's crazy because i was driving to go do this yeah she was like you need to get like a calendar or something and write everything down so you can like visually see that like you're gonna be okay like like kind of have like a to-do list going on and like literally i was on my way to go to this place called good life where like we all got like smoothies and stuff Mm -hmm. like at home and like i was driving there to go do this yeah and she was like, this is what you need to do, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was crazy. Like, I don't know. So I guess it was like a loaded question to say if, like, you had to be in front of somebody to to do this. No. Because I know you don't have to because it <laughs> happens to me all the time. <laughs> Most of the time, like, when I do readings for people with tarot decks, they're not in front of me. Like, I do it and then I email them, like, a typed up reading, basically. So for those when they're not in front of you, I'm assuming you've had to have, like, met them before? Like, you know what I mean? Oh. Or no? It can just be Actually, anybody? So I thought the same thing for a while. Yeah. started doing it for friends because I, for a long time, thought that I was always like, oh, my God, this is not me. Like, this is going to be wrong. Um, I was very scared to put myself out there in that sense. Because also, only recently has the spirituality trend taken off. Like, when I first came into this, people kind of looked at you a little off, you know? Right, they're so, like, who's this crazy bitch stopping me, right. like, at the bar? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm doing it kind of by myself because nobody really around me was talking about these things mm-hmm. or getting into it or had these experiences. Um so I started doing it with friends um, and I would give them readings and they always came back that it was very, very accurate. So that built my confidence in it. And then I was broke as shit in college at one point And I just put on my Snapchat, you know, like $10 readings, you know, seeing if anybody would do it. And a lot of people messaged me and every single one of them, they, I didn't even meet most of them I didn't really even know who they were um and they all wrote back saying that they were like very accurate and thanked me and everything and I screenshotted most of 
it and put it on my spiritual Twitter account because I was going to start doing readings for people and then I never actually did. You should have. You could have been like the first like TikToks. Like like tarot card readers are all over my TikTok page. You could have been the OG. I'm just saying. Yeah. (laughs) Where they're like, if you're seeing this, it's meant to be. (laughs) If this is on your for you page with no hashtags. (laughs) It's like stop scrolling and listen. Yeah. That could have been you, Kirsten. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm offended at myself. <laughs> um, okay, so we kind of did with like people. This is like another loaded question for you. But are you able to kind of get, a, I guess, a reading for like life events that don't necessarily have to do with somebody like an actual human? And how does that work? Sometimes. Um... Like, I feel like you, Kellen, know more than probably most people because we talk all of the time. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) I literally go to, I'm like, Kirsten, I feel some sort of way. Tell me if it's like a spirit. Like, what do I have to do? (laughs) But um, one of like the bigger things that happened was recently, like a few months ago, uh, I forget where now. I should have done my research before I got on here. But um, (laughs) the U.S., like troops and everything was bombed like we were in a little bit of a back and forth That's afghanistan right uh, let me google real quick <laughs> <laughs> our fact checker over here Once <laughs> before that had happened i just kept getting this feeling that we were going to we were going to wake up and in the news there was going to be this bombing mm-hmm. and I knew that it wasn't on U.S. soil, but I knew that it was either with, like, U.S. troops or in one of our, like, ally, you know, countries and stuff. And then months later, I wake up, and it happened. And I remember you, like, so we normally talk over Snapchat, like, we, like, Snapchat video each other. It's really weird. I don't know. We both agreed we can't delete Snapchat for this reason. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know. It's not normal because we have each other's numbers and we even text each other. So it's fine. But, <laughs> but like d- literally she was like, she texted me instantly and she was like, Kellen, you're the only person I told this to. And look, and she like sent me like the news article and was like, yeah. holy shit, I'm scared. Like this is what I was talking about two months ago. Yeah. Also, okay, this is actually a very crazy story. I forgot that this had happened. So my roommate in college, um, we were very, very close, but... She had a friend from childhood. Like, they were friends. They had the same birthday. Like, they were friends from elementary level. And I kept getting this feeling that when my roommate was around me, that somebody in her life, there was either a birth or a death. I couldn't tell which one, but I knew knew that it was somebody in her life because I knew that me... I was not affected by it. So I knew it wasn't a mutual friend of ours Mm. or like one of our family members because I wasn't affected by it. So I just kept sitting with that. And I was like, well, I don't want to tell her this without more information. Right. So I was just sitting with it. And then the next few nights I kept seeing her friend's face in a dream. So I was like, okay, it's her friend. Like, this friend of hers, me and her were never, like, close. We never even really, like, talked or hung out. So it made sense that I wouldn't be, like, truly affected by it. I would just be affected because my roommate was. Um, so 
I told her a very, like, surface level of this because I don't, I didn't know what, what, what it was. I thought maybe somebody was having a child. So I told her that, like, I think, I think it's either you or your friend maybe having a child, like, just be careful. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Wrap God. it up out here. Thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Take those pills, baby. <laughs> Um, then, like, maybe two and a half weeks later, her friend passed in a car accident. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. So, it's scary at times to have this ability, and I did not tap into that. It came to me, and I'm not sure really why, because there's not much, if anything, I could have done to, like, stop that, and telling somebody that I don't... I mean, it's not very, like, I didn't want to tell somebody that. Like, how do you bring that up? Right. Yeah. What's really interesting is the past, there's been a lot of, like, pregnant women in my life, like, whether it's work or family. Yeah. Every single one, I've guessed the gender. I'm like, you're, (laughs) this girl at work, um, Mm -hmm. she had a secret of what she was having or whatever, and I was like, do you know the gender? And she said, yes. I said, do you want me to tell you what I think it is? Because everybody kind of knows how I am. And she was like, yeah. So I said, you're having a boy. I know it is. And then she went, got, or she didn't know yet. So that's why I asked her. And it is, in fact, a boy. My cousin, I knew she was having a girl, but I think her next kid is going to be twins. Damn. That's so crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So you said, like, you also have like a sense like yeah it's like rewarding when you can like you know tell people stuff but then you also talked about like it's draining too like in terms of like what that means like is it like a sense of just like physical like exhaustion mental like is there a way that you can just like turn it off or like Mm -hmm. shut it up for the day to like give yourself a break or is it just constant um I definitely can like disconnect myself from it and not be as open to receiving messages and stuff but um regardless I'm a pretty receptive person so if something's that prominent it's going to come through right if I am pretty like disconnected the only time that it's I'm disconnected from it and it does not come through is if I'm in like a depressive episode Mm, interesting and I'm like shut down completely for the listener who's like maybe not even just skeptical, but just, like, doesn't even know where to begin. Or, like, I don't know, like, Emily, like, I know you're not as much into it. Like, I have crystals sitting everywhere, and, like, I talk about it all the time. And I'm like, oh, I manifest literally every day. If I don't see 1111 or angel numbers every day, I'm like, what's going on, spirit? Tell me something. But, like, for just, you know, like, what would be, like you said, manifesting, but, like, is there, like, a YouTube video that, like, could help with that? Or is there, like... Like, what is, like, a source, I guess, that someone could go to to, like, not yeah. just feel stupid on their own, I guess. Yeah. I don't want to say stupid is not the right word, but. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that's a very fundamental, knowledgeable um, form of all of this, like, there's definitely better things out there. But if you are somebody who's very skeptical or just doesn't really have experience with any of this, one of the things I always tell people is to watch The Secret on Netflix, um, it's rooted a lot in, like, factual things, and it explains it very well, Um, but 
that is a very like baseline understanding of it because the secret is all about the law of attraction and like manifesting because manifesting basically is just you wholeheartedly believing that you whatever you want that you want um a your favorite your dream car so when you're driving your car you wholeheartedly believe that you are driving that that dream car that dream car is yours it's not yours in the future it's yours now so um you wholeheartedly believe that and you raise your energy to that thing and it's it's there because everything that you wish to obtain in this life is already in this life you want your dream house the materials for that dream house are already here that dream house already exists mm-hmm. all you have to do is be on that same vibrational level of those things and a lot of the times i tell people to start with like affirmations and stuff like that like money to me i gain money in ridiculous forms in unexpected forms because i truly wholeheartedly believe that every cent that i spend comes back to me tenfold like there is no even if i'm down bad somehow <laughs> i get because money is just an energy you know i'll say like for us like i guess skeptics like the science term of what she's explaining is quantum physics and it's basically like like atoms are surrounding you and like an atom is obviously makes up everything so right but it's like just time hasn't caught up to that it's like the purpose of it so like the atoms already exist just time hasn't caught up to that atom right. if you like had to like think of it like, in like a and you are living in your past present and future form at all moments but mm-hmm. your mind like physically cannot comprehend that no, my yeah. mind's physically not comprehending much of <laughs> what was just said uh i get what you guys are saying but i'm gonna play devil's advocate here because i think we're gonna have plenty of listeners who are gonna be like the fuck are they talking no, you, about you should because like for me i'm someone who's very like into yeah. this i'm very spiritual like my sister is super into this and like really kind of got me into it and then mm-hmm. like one of my best friends is literally Kirsten. Right. So I talk to her. Like, if I talk to her and I don't, and I act like I'm having a good day, she is immediately, bitch, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Like, you got to tell me. Up on energy. I see through the bullshit. Like, I right. see through the people try to put up. I see it right through it. Yeah. So, in, in that perspective, it's really easy for me to be like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but like, right. you, like, you yeah. need to play devil's advocate. So, what yeah. do you, what do you tell the person then in, let's go back to this manifestation idea. I feel like it's like, obviously, if you're working and you're doing shit, like, you're gonna get money, like, but right. what, but, so like, if you were to tell somebody who's coming in with that, like, sense of skeptical, you know, like, yeah, obviously, you're gonna make money if you wanna make money. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, you're working, so yeah. you're gonna get money. Like, like what do you tell yeah. that person? What do you tell that person? Or, like, what would you encourage them to, like, look at it in a different way? So, when it comes to manifesting and all of that, if you, because a lot of the times when I tell people about this, they, they're like, um, well, how can I be always so positive and, right. and so, so forthright when, this happened or this happened and look at my life. Like, look at what do you, how can you stand in this truth when I'm standing in this truth? And a lot of, a lot of the times it's because that person is focusing on the negative attributes. Like Mm -hmm. manifesting can go the opposite way as well. If you 
focus on the negative in your life, you are going to only see the negative in your life. So when you're manifesting or you have like the sense of the world, it's all about what you believe. Like it, it's your reality. So when you, um, it, if you are one of those people, I would say start by looking at the good in your life. Like start being grateful for what you have and that will slowly turn into you objectively seeing like the positivity mm -hmm. because a lot of the times when people are like that, they are, they're so much in this physical form that like they're just in the grind and they're working for that money and they have this like almost um, not like spiteful sense of other people who live like this because right. they're like, well, I'm putting in the work to get this money and my life still is shit. Yeah, exactly. I, and that, I think that was where I was like coming from in terms of like skepticism is like, I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, like I'm grinding, I'm doing all this stuff. Like, yeah, I'm making money. But like, yeah. then there's people who are doing these like, you know, Ritual. rituals or chants or whatever well, and I they're guess, like, like getting things so I feel like some people are coming to it like what I don't know see for me like I guess how I would have answered that like when you were I was like I think like there's an idea that like you just say universe I want money okay and you're just gonna receive it you're not just gonna receive it why do you want the money do you want the money for a new car do you want the money so you can buy your groceries at Whole Foods, do you want money so you can pay your child support? Like, why do you want it? Yeah. And that's, in a sense, why you have to manifest it. It has to be, like, very, like, specific. Also, that comes with this. It's yeah, there's a lot of work. It's not your typical blue-collar work. I mean, mm -hmm. it can be, but there, it's work as well because right. you're training your mind, you're retraining mm -hmm. your perspective of the world, and you're focusing more on positive things and I forget what I was just well I mean for me like perfect example like for the past over almost what a year I've been manifesting every single day about making a podcast mm. every yeah. single day and like the thing about manifestation is too it's not like which I think a lot of people like don't understand is like because you say you want money or because you say you want to buy a house or whatever your manifestation is like it's going to come when the universe knows that you're ready for it. It's not going to come because you just want it and you want to demand it. So I think that's the other, like, that's a difference too is, like, a lot of people who, like, you were referencing being like, well, I'm grinding every day and it's not happening for me. Well, because it's not going to happen when you want it to happen. It's going to happen when you absolutely least expect it to happen. Like, it's never going to be in the time frame that you want it to be because that's just not how the world works. Like, But then, but then also, what is the point? Like, I think that's where I'm coming from is like, mm -hmm. if it's going to happen when it happens, like, is that something you need to do then? Like, do you need I to, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's here at your fingertips. You might as well use it. Okay. You know? Yeah. But it's, it honestly helps you understand life in a greater sense because mm -hmm. you understand that like there's more than just the nine to five. Like there's more than just the societal attributes that you have to follow in this life. Yeah. It helps you then get to 
new ways of making money or your truest form of how you want to make money. Okay. Like, yeah, that makes total sense then. On manifesting small things, you start to understand within yourself, like Helen said, why you want those things. Mm. You understand more so like, well, if I can manifest it this way, and this is going to make me happy in my truest form, why am I doing it this way? Okay. Why am I putting in X amount of hours at a shit job that I hate to just make ends meet or to just make enough when you could go the more spiritual way you can learn a lot more about yourself and you can kind of manifest your way through understanding you as a soul and you as like why you're here Mm -hmm. and do it in a more productive form for yourself and I think like when you also allow yourself to start manifesting and doing like it opens up other doors that like you won't have even imagined that you would have like opened yeah because there's so much that you don't even know yet. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much within you. There's so many different forms of you that you have not even, like, seen yet. They haven't even opened themselves to you yet. So that's what I'm saying. Manifesting is probably the easiest way to... It's like a gateway get. into that. One of the easiest things to do. It's pretty quick reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And from there, you learn a lot about yourself and learn a lot more about um like spirituality and you go from there yeah no definitely because I mean even like in my own life like right now I feel like which I'm like not talking about right now I guess so like eventually I will but just like I don't know there's a lot of stuff in the background I'm trying to work towards before I talk about it but like I seriously feel like if I wouldn't have manifested xyz this wouldn't have opened a door to do this and something i never thought i would do never thought i would like literally never in my life and somebody just came up and like presented an opportunity to me that it's almost like different and something i obviously again never thought i would do but you like allowed yourself to like have that opportunity yeah Yeah. oh 100 i am allowing myself to have this because that might open the door for another xyz Mm -hmm. or like to help me with xyz project over here or whatever like yeah so that kind of goes back to like like the path that like i thought i would be on in order to achieve what i want is not what the universe is telling me but like it's also like what i need and like to the listeners, I confirmed this with Kirsten because I was like, bitch, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, can you please help me? And she was like, 1000%. Absolutely. You need to do this. Like, like this is going to help you with this. Like I can tell you right now, like, so I mean, maybe get you a Kirsten to help you know that your manifestations are right. Right. And that's what I mean. Like, I feel like Kellen, you found a lot of, who you are and you broke down a lot of like interior walls because of you followed your heart you followed what you wanted to do you followed path less traveled like it's the hardest thing to do but it's the most rewarding thing to do and it opens yourself up to yourself Mm -hmm. yeah so I guess that's interesting because I feel like prior to this becoming kind of more of like a popular topic especially in media right now I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of people are talking about it I feel like recently in this past year I've done a lot of the stuff that you guys are saying but I just didn't have like a name for it you know what I mean and so now that I'm like understanding like okay like this is what that means it's like I'm able to like get on that level that you guys are talking Mm -hmm. about because before I feel like me 
listening to people talk about this i'm like okay whatever like yeah okay you can make shit happen but then it's like wait i've been doing this Mm -hmm. and now there's just a term for it it's not all potions and crystals okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i think i think that's a that's one of the like what you were saying earlier it's like it's a great way to get into it and have like this sense of like self-realization and self-worth and I mean I've done a lot of therapy you guys so this is a lot of stuff that this is a lot of stuff they tell you in therapy you know what I mean and and it's crazy because that's science backed right and this is something that like these people have PhDs in and like they just call it different things Mm -hmm. and so I think that's that's something like I mean, I, I'm just having like a fucking epiphany right now. I'm like, <laughs> no, I love this because hopefully somebody else is but, too. But you know what I mean? And I think I think there is this kind of wall that people put up when talking about this. They don't want to accept it because mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, it is something that's different and out there. But then if you look at it from a lens of other shit you're already doing in your life, it's like you're already practicing a lot of this mm-hmm. and you don't even realize it. And and professionals do that i mean multi-millionaires you know what i mean like they're they're gonna have to do some sort of internal thought mm-hmm. and some sort of you know idea of where they want their life to go because if you don't have those dreams or aspirations which i feel like is what a lot of people call it you know it's right. like it's like my goals my dreams and it's like you're that's what you're wanting yourself to be but it's like now that we're having this conversation and like putting names to it i'm like oh shit like people do this all the time well like your goals and aspirations like you were saying like it's also like it is your manifestations but i think like the whole point of the spirituality behind it is like tapping into yourself and like yeah, exactly. believing in yourself and believing yeah. that you can do it and that you deserve it. I think that's like the biggest thing. Like when I, I worked with like an intuitive coach for a little bit, like it sounds mm-hmm. crazy, but like literally helped me so much. Um, and like, if you don't believe that you deserve it, even if it's like your highest goal, you're not going to achieve it. Yeah. yeah. It's not right. going to happen. I feel like me and you, especially we're like, we have, all of these aspirations and quote unquote goals, but they're not something that we don't think is obtainable. Like we right. truly believe in our heart mm-hmm. of hearts. Like we will get there. When, oh, that's literally, yes. When I tell you, I have talked to Kirsten extensively about this to the point where I was like, you need to pull cards. So I know <laughs> <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's the truth. Like it's yeah. literally the truth. It's like, it's already in you. It's just like, are you willing to use it and yeah. tap into it and use it for like good like like and what comes with that that people shy away from it because it's the harder thing to do this helps you become your like living in your truest form like it helps you unlearn traits that you Mm -hmm. you yourself anymore and relearn traits it it honestly like helps rewire your brain from past traumas or um, truths, quote unquote, that you hold true to yourself that are not your identity, but other people have put to your identity and you hold them now to be true because others do. It helps you really progress your self healing and self journey. Like, regardless of spirituality, it helps you become a better human being and it, under- it helps you understand others. Like, through this, I understand. Um, other people's actions, like, 
because I feel like a lot of the times when, when things happen or people disappoint you in a mass amount, you kind of put on like the victim complex, you know, why me? I'm such a great person. I give you all of these things, but a lot of the times it doesn't come down to you. It comes down to them. And if they're not willing to change them, they're not going, you're living in a higher energy of them. Like you're never going to be on the same level. So, Bro, say it louder for the bitches in the back still giving fuckboys opportunities. <laughs> because I, I know plenty of queens out there <laughs> who they're like, they're like, I'm putting in all the work, I'm doing all the things, and they just aren't meeting me there. Like, literally what you just said is like, because they don't want to. Like, they're not ready for that. They're not putting themselves there. They're not pushing themselves to be of a higher good. So don't waste your try time trying to bring the good out in them. Put that energy into bringing the good out in you. Yes. And literally every single, like kind of what you're referencing, like every trauma and like when you heal it or like forgiving like your younger self mm-hmm. literally is so rewarding. And like yeah. it literally feels like a burden has like been lifted off of your back and you can just like know yourself more. So basically mm-hmm. we're going on tangents now about <laughs> about all of this but, but to finish it i will yeah, say because it will help a lot of people when it comes to diving into all of this and you have childhood traumas one of the things i will say it's hard but it warms your heart afterwards is um sit with yourself think of moments in your childhood that have destroyed you have caused pain that's still in your present life Give that child what she needs to hear in that moment. Does she need to feel safe? Does she need a hug? Does she need to be told that everything's going to be okay? That she's beautiful, that you're proud of her? Tell her those things. Do it for yourself. Stop waiting for somebody to come around and do it for you. Because until you yes, give yourself... snaps for that. <laughs> until you give yourself what you need, how can you expect others to do the same for you? Or how can you ask others to do the same of you mm-hmm. for you? Yeah. You have to be able to sit with your truest form. And yeah. with her bringing that up, we're going to have her on for a trauma episode later in the year because Kirsten has sat with some crazy traumas that are not maybe relatable to a lot of people, but also could be related to, relatable to a lot of people. And, and we left that out of this episode because we want to talk about it later during... Um, mental health awareness month mm-hmm. and we want to bring her back on but that is really the roots to what got her into this today yeah. and she texts me before this she's like how do i not talk about my traumas because like <laughs> that's literally what got me here so yes right. we're gonna dive into that later well thank you so much yeah this has been a lot of fun i i yeah. mean i feel like it's definitely something everybody's interested in right yeah. now too and i hope you had fun I had so much fun. Oh, good. <laughs> so if you want to hear more from Kirsten, because I'm sure there are so many questions, DM us and we can maybe have another episode because I feel like there's so much. We just, like this was like surface level. Oh, my God. A thousand. I feel like we could have five episodes about this. Literally. But if you want to shout out your Instagram and stuff, maybe there's like some hotties listening. I don't know. Go ahead if you want. <laughs> Uh, yes, my Instagram is Kirsten Richards. It's K-I-E-R underscore zero. So I'm open to questions if you have any. Also, she could do a tarot card reading for you. Right. You know what? I think we'll link out her uh, Instagram, too, in one of our stories this week and open it up for questions. And I think that uh, maybe you could, you know, have 
a conversation that you've been wanting to have for a while with somebody who's knowledgeable about this, but you didn't really know where to start. And I feel like you offer a lot of um, good expertise in that field, especially for somebody who's just now like realizing who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100 percent. All right. Well, but besides that, I guess we'll see you in a few episodes to come back yeah. for your next I, guest appearance. Time. <laughs> <laughs> that was an intense episode. It, it was, was fun. It was fun. I, I think personally, I learned a lot from that. I thought that was really interesting. Um, she had such good advice, amazing stories. Especially for people who are like just getting into it. I feel like like someone like me, she had a lot of great advice like where you should start. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we will make sure we link out all the stuff she said like mm-hmm. where to start. Um, the Netflix series that she also uh, mentioned. So yeah. it'll be easy access. We will put it on our uh, stories. It was a fun episode. Thank you so much, Kirsten, for taking time out of your day to coming mm-hmm. on, to talk to our audience. And if you guys enjoy episodes like this, please make sure you leave comments um, on Apple Podcasts so we can uh, have more people come on and maybe even get more in depth with Kirsten and other people that I know who I talk to on a daily basis that do like tarot and other stuff like yeah. that. I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah, and if you yourself are intuitive and you want to like give us some... Uh, feedback or just like let us know like how you enjoyed the episode DM us on Instagram because like, sure. we want to hear what you think too for sure this was so much fun I'm happy that we had like our first official guest unfortunately she couldn't come down to Tennessee which she was planning on doing right. um, to do this episode but still I think it was absolutely amazing so definitely go check out Kirsten again uh, we said this before the episode started mm-hmm. but she is willing to also do readings for you um, if you want to reach out to us, you can, and we'll get you in contact with her or yeah. you can go to her page as well. Um, but yeah, thank you, Kirsten, for coming on. It was absolutely amazing. And this was another episode of Society 97. So make sure you follow us on all streaming platforms. And I'm Callum Red K. You can find me at Callum Red K on Instagram. Uh, I'm Emily Starnes. You can find me on Instagram at Starnsy. And don't forget to follow the podcast uh, at society97.pod on Instagram. And we also have a TikTok now. We've been posting some videos on there. Our TikTok's the same as our Instagram, uh, society97.pod. Check us out there. And See you next Thursday for another episode of Society 97. Okay, <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>